0: thing is a great it's day on a strip show down there we're there dude <laughs> welcome to be life be a life, life. life.
1: Welcome back, guys. On today's show, is AI reading our thoughts now? And also, who just became a daddy at 79 years old? Also, what did Ken say to Barbie again? And why is weed killing your dog? All this and much, much more will be discussed here on Deacon Live. How are you? How are things? How are things going? Are you doing okay? Are you surviving? Are you getting along? Well, I am doing okay. Well, I I apologize. Took last week off. No, everything's fine. Don't worry. We're just, a lot of things going on here in the property. So, I apologize. Anytime I take a week off, you know, everyone freaks out. What's wrong? What happened? What are you doing? What's going on? Everything's fine. Just took a a week off. And I say a week off because we do the show every uh, Wednesday. Now, you can follow us on your social media sites. And the way you do that is go to Profit Radio, P-R-O-P-H-E-T Radio, and click on social contacts. And while you're over there, you can get something for free, a little prize pack, Fill out that little form and we'll send it out to you. And also, uh, we have a YouTube channel. Make sure you like and subscribe over there for every podcast we do. We have a matching video that runs along tandem with it. So everything you see on my monitor and stuff, you can see it in real time as we're talking about it here on the show. Now, that's all taken care of. My dad fell. Yep. My dad fell. It's one of the uh, the worst things you can think of. You know, when an elder person falls, you're like, you know, bust hip, bust head, split something open. And he is going to be 77 next month. And uh, he's been living with us now just over a year and everything's been fine. Everything's good. He's been taking care of himself. He lets me know when he has doctor's appointments. And of course, the older you get, the more doctor's appointments that you have. He's got an eye doctor. He's got an elbow doctor. He's got a knee doctor. You know, everyone, every joint's got a doctor on it he was letting me know the other day that he's got a doctor's appointment this morning. Uh, today is Wednesday. And he had a doctor's appointment. So Tuesday, I was out running around doing some stuff, running around. Oh, I actually had a doctor's appointment on Tuesday. I know. Mine are only once a year. His is like once a week. So you can see the ra- the ratio there. But... Uh, I come home from my doctor's appointment and I I cut through the garage and then, you know, walk into the house. We never use the front door. It's always because the cars are all parked on the side of the driveway there or on the side of the house. And I walk through the garage, you know, grab a drink. And I we've got five steps that go up to I'm sorry, six steps that go up to our wraparound back porch. And I always go into the house that way through the back door into the kitchen, French doors. And as I'm walking up the steps, I look down and there's his shoes just sitting at the bottom of the steps. And I'm like, all right, I don't know why they're here. I didn't think anything about it. I didn't like examine the scene very well. Uh, I just kind of go, okay, his shoes are down here, whatever. Maybe he had a rock in him, took him off. So I go inside, and of course, the kitchen is the common area where everyone meets and greets each other <laughs> every morning. And he comes out. He didn't say anything. You know, nothing's going on, and I didn't see anything wrong with him or anything. And I just kind of, you know, make him my drink and stuff. And I go, uh, I notice everything that is changed or is different. In the house. I, I'm just that kind of person. If I go and the coffee cup's in a different spot, I'm like, well, why is this in a different spot? Why are we changing our routine? I'm a very, very ritual type person. So when his shoes are at the bottom of the steps, I came inside. And like I said, I was making my drink and stuff. And I go, uh, he didn't say anything. And so I asked, I go, Dad, why are your shoes at the bottom of the step? Shouldn't they be up here by the door where you put them on and off? He goes, well, I fell. I go, what do you mean you fell? Did you fall down or did you fall up, or did you just fall in general? He goes, Well, I was trying to, I went down to get my lunch or my dinner for the evening because he gets those frozen meals and he's got his own refrigerator out here in the garage. Uh, big refrigerator, so he's got you know his whole entire freezer full of all his frozen dinners, and then he's got his uh, the refrigerator side full of all of his sweet tea, pre made sweet tea that you know he buys at the store like Publix or whatever. So he was going out there, and he noticed on the side of the house we have a side door that there was a box out there for me. Now we live out here in the country, we live out in a beautiful town of Marshville, North Carolina, population twenty five hundred. Yeehaw! And so there's no, like, local stores to buy, like, things that I need for, like, my studio and stuff. So everything's ordered online. So I constantly get packages all the time, whether it be lighting, whether it be microphones and cables and blah, 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 down the spiral. So I ordered some new concert lighting. Uh, I got a couple live shows coming up, uh, so I needed some new lighting to light this room. So the box arrives, and it's sitting on the side door. Now, the lighting I get is designed to be travel, so it's light. So it's it's not made out of a not made out of out of metal. All the cans are like a really really hard durable plastic. So it makes the it makes traveling a little bit easier. So he's got this box. It's got six can lights in them. He's trying to wa- he's trying to walk up the steps with his frozen meals and this box. Now, I don't know why he had to come around into the garage with the box and then up the stairs. I don't know where they put the box. Normally, FedEx puts it by the side door. We just open up the side door, bring the box in, shut the door. Everyone's good. No one's falling down steps. I guess he grabbed it, came around the building, through the garage, grabbed his Marie Callender frozen pot pie, and was trying to make his way up the steps. I don't know how. I, I'm still trying to think about it. I don't know how he fell. He said he was holding the box and holding his frozen food. I guess he didn't have a hand to put on the rail. So he got the box up to the top step. You know, you're on the bottom step. You can physically reach the top step if you're at an angle. Puts the box up there and I guess basically did a 180 and fell on his butt and landed on his elbows on the step. So he fell up the stairs. I said, okay, okay. I said, then what happened? He goes, well, I couldn't get up. He's like, I sat there for 15 minutes. I go, Dad, <laughs> he has bought these monitors in the house, this intercom system in the house. I have one up here in the studio, and we have uh, three other ones in, in very important rooms where we always are. We have one in the bedroom. We have one in the downstairs office and one in his room. So if anything happens to him in his room, all he has to do is walk over to the, you know, if he's feeling faint or whatever like that, he hits the, the button and it calls all of us to come run it. Well, it doesn't work when you're outside. It doesn't work when you're laying on the steps. So he said he was out there for 15 minutes bleeding, you know, because the pills that he takes, a strong wind just rips off his skin. You know, those type people, you know, when you get to a certain age, strong wind rips off your skin, you're just laying there with muscle and bone. So he lands on his elbows and landed on his butt. I'm sure his right shoulder took the brunt of it. He's a big guy like me. That's where I get it from. So he's laying there. His elbows are all busted open and... Yelling. Help, help, help. Now we have, you know, 20 some odd acres here. Help, help, help. Doesn't, (laughs) doesn't ring out too far when you're on, you know, out in the middle of the country. And my wife is home at the time and she's got her headphones on because she's in like business meetings and stuff. And she works from home. So she's constantly just like me, had earphones on or headphones on. She she didn't hear him. So I said, yeah, but dad, how are, why are your shoes on the bottom step? He goes, well, like every time I turned over, I couldn't get a grip in my shoes. Now, let me explain the shoes to you. You ever seen old school, just like black tennis shoes with the two Velcro straps on them? Yeah, that's what he wears. He's had those for probably 10 years, so they're blown out. I mean, they are blown out. He doesn't Velcro them. The Velcro straps are just laying off to the side. He just kind of slips them on, you know, shuffles his feet down the thing and shuffles his feet back up. Well, it it could have been the death of him. He couldn't turn over because he couldn't get grips with these shoes. You know, you get them from Payless Shoe Store, you know, like 10 bucks or something like that, but he couldn't get a grip to flip himself back over, so he physically had to take his shoes off at the bottom of the step, roll his ass over to his hands and knees, pick himself up, and then walk in the house. And I'm looking on the uh, on the driveway, and I go out there and examine. And, yes, I do see, like, drops of blood now. Now I see the crime scene. Now I see, you know, he looks like he fell, started bleeding, and then walked back to the garage to retrieve or put back one of his frozen dinners. So as I'm talking to him in the kitchen, I look, and he's got those big, big, You know, they're four inches by three inch band-aids on his elbows. And there's just blood. Like, he's trying to clean it up to... not, Not to hide it, but just trying to clean himself up. And I go, Dad, I said, where's your phone at? Well... It's in the house. Well, what that doesn't do you any good. What if you were – now, my dad, every morning, goes down and lets the chickens out of the chicken houses and goes down to the barn, which is a good football field away. Now, he's driving in a side-by-side, but he still has to get in and out of the vehicle and goes down and feeds all the barn cats and then dries up. I'm like, Dad, what if you were to fall out there at the chicken houses because the ground's not level. You know, it's underneath a bunch of oak trees, and oak trees got, you know, shallow roots and he's out there, you know, six o'clock, seven o'clock in the morning. Sometimes the sun isn't even up. What would happen if you were to fall, break your leg out there and how, you know, we don't get out there till 830, <laughs> 830 in the morning, you know, once we have our coffee and stuff and you'd be laying out there for an hour and a half bleeding to death. So do me a favor, dad, just carry your phone with you you you'll figure out some kind of uh, alarm without having to pay for a service because, you know, the companies we'll take advantage of you for peace of mind like the life alert you know I've fallen and I can't get up you know that's something like 120 some odd dollars a month and they want to give you an alarm system they want to give you all the other stuff we don't need that we just need something if he falls to alert us if we're home you know some kind of you know wee 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 something like that or if he has his phone he snaps his leg out there call 911 so that was the first lesson. Second lesson is I said, Dad, right before the show, I said, Dad, because he went to the doctor this morning. I said, Dad, what'd the doctor say? Well, I you know, tore a couple tendons in my in my shoulder and I'm on, you know, pill steroids or something. I said, Okay. I said, Do me a favor. You're you're a grown man, you understand, you know, these things happen, but Get rid of those shoes. Those shoes are blown out. There's no support. And my dad was like, well, it wasn't the shoes that made me fall. I go, I know, but it was the shoes that wouldn't help you get back up. You know, you can fall all day long. I don't care. You can, you know, ripsy tipsy, whatever you want to call it, hit the ground. But if you can't get back up, you're turtle on its back. I said, get rid of those shoes. Get something a little bit better. Get those, even if you get those Crocs. Well, I can't wear those Crocs. They don't fit on my feet. All right, well, get something else. I said, get these shoes. If you like these shoes a lot. Get the same ones, just make sure that they have a little bit more support and they're velcroed together. Oh, uh, yeah, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. I'm not, you know, I'm not going to sit here and harp on you. I'm just letting you know this is the stuff that happens uh, when you get older. My wife, her grandmother, 90, I forget how old she, she, uh, she passed away. She was well into her mid nineties and she would spin around, you know, get her head around and her balance would get all thrown off and boom, she'd land on the floor, land over here, land on the there. Luckily, uh, she, my wife's uncle, she lived with him, just like my dad's lived with me. And he was there in the house and w- was able to catch her and stuff, but she's had the, she has the life alert type thing so anyways just be careful out there Uh, age is your worst enemy I guess for the most part and we've got a big show to get into lots to talk about we have a brand new sponsor and we're going to bring a guest on the show to talk about them as well so stick around you'll see Deacon Live right here on Proper Radio I'll be right back
2: like internet radio.
0: Profit Radio. Profit Radio.
2: Hi, Travis. Hi. Hello. How We're
0: talking about you. Are your ears burning? No, but my butt is. My hand's doing this. Can you think of any way you'd want to be a part of it? 407.
2: 407. 448. 448. 8800.
0: 8800. Hi, what's your name?
3: All I know is this violates every canon of respectable broadcasting. You're listening to Deacon Live. Deacon Live. Deacon Live. Deacon Live. Deacon Live.
0: Life is like a train Welcome back to Deacon Live. You want something for free? Of course you do. We
1: would love to give you something for free, but you got to do me a favor. You got to go over to Prophet Radio, P-R-O-P-H-E-T Radio, proud sponsors of Deacon Live. Go over there, and they'd love to give you something for free. There's a whole bunch of prize packs up there. Fill out that little form. We'll send it right out to you. And if you want to be heard and you want to be part of the show, we'd love for you to be part of the show. The way you do that is the very bottom right hand side of the page says "Be Heard." Click on that. Opens up a microphone on your tablet, whatever device you're listening to us on, and uh, you can speak right in to it comes right to our inbox and we will play it on the very next podcast as well so get in board get on board get in board and you can be part of the show as well now a woman's final words were it's not good because she died (laughs) i know (laughs) by using what they call a cambo frog toxic ritual what happened was this self-described spiritual healer and entrepreneur who, had, who applied the toxins of the Amazonian tree frog to burns of the skin to a New South Wales woman moments before she died did not know to call 000, which is their 911, in case of emergency. Natasha Lechner died at the age of 39 in the Shamanek Camboda ritual, Bimby. There you go, Bimbi. According to the assumptions used by Luckner, was the mucus secreted from a frog scientists referred to as the giant leaf frog or the giant monkey frog and causes those who absorb the mucus through the skin to vomit or purge. In 2021, two and a half years after Luckner's death, Cambo, the ritual, was banned in the Therapeutic Goods Administration. But by this time, it was relatively easy to obtain the stuff online. Victoria Sinclair, who was the other participant in what was intended to be a healing ceremony, appeared before a three-day inquest, or the judge, in Luckner's death in Lismore. Lismore? Down there somewhere. Sinclair described herself as to the consul as being an educator and holistic practitioner. She told the judge, I hate when they use the word inquest, I don't like it. She told the judge that the pair had known each other for about five years and Lechner had been her client on three or four previous occasions in which Cambo was used prior to the March 8th 2019 ceremony. Lechner's father and two of her brothers were in the public gallery as Sinclair told the judge that the ceremony began about 10 a.m. on the day of the death. She said Lechner just had completed a course in administrating Cambo and it was she who was going to conduct the ceremony in the Mumbimbi flat. I wasn't being brought in for my capacity as a practitioner that day, Sinclair told the request, more of a colleague actually. She described as a very big milestone in Natasha's life. It was almost like someone doing their advanced driving when she was talking me through the decisions for what she was doing that day and rationality for them. The associate professor and expert toxologist Darren Roberts told the judge that Lechner acted upon expert medical advice and had quit smoking and was very much engaged and focused on her health. The interpretation is that she saw Cambo as completely complementary to the mainstream medicine that she was used to. She felt that there was benefits of having both terms of her own health benefits, perhaps personal benefits of being cared for by other people. Lechner first applied the Cambo to a friend, the former teacher after making three small burns using the incense candle to her left calf and then one on her left ear. She told the judge that she experienced a quick, strong reaction to the cambo, including cramping in the womb. Oh, guess that's the stomach that she said was not necessarily normal and purged within about 15 minutes. She then administered the cambo to Lechner. Sinclair said she made five burns on Lechner. She felt faint quite quickly. She laid herself down and in a semi recovered position. Then she sat up and grabbed my arm and looked at me and said, it's not good. Then fainted. Sinclair described Lechner's murmuring, her lips turned blue... Her hands twitched and her breathing became labored. She administered CPR but not and did not have a phone nor the number to dial for emergency services. It was until the flatmate returned home that the ambulance was called. So she was lay, laying out there flopping around for an hour or two. Ambulance records show that the first call was made at 11:16 with the ambulance arriving 5 minutes later. So she had this stuff done to her and boom, she was dead within a couple minutes. Oh, I you can't trust that stuff, man. It, I, mean, I say trust it. Drugs like that hallucin, not hallucinogenic uh holistical medicine it's not proven it's not tested and some of that stuff man you see movies where people (laughs) take something and you're just like going dude what are you doing and they drink like this tea and all of a sudden they go into a a coma for a little bit and the eyes open and there's like a tribeswoman standing over the guy the the hero of the movie and going you are all better now you are all better he's like what did you give me and you know some Patron, that's all I gave you, <laughs> but it's crazy. So be careful if you're out there doing holistic medicine, especially like a uh, weed, like smoking weed, man, you can buy, you can buy it off the streets or can you, well, some places can, but I mean, you don't know what they're putting in that stuff, especially, you know, with all the fentanyl deaths and things that are going on out there. And we'll get into fentanyl here j- in just one sec. Now, if you're going to die, there's something out there called the Swedish death cleaning, and it can prove your life right now. I know that sounds kind of crazy, but here we go. It is meant to make things easier for your loved ones after you die. You can help beforehand. So essentially, you're reminded of every time you move that you have so much crap and it piles up in closets, under beds, and storage, in the garage, and all over the place, and little cubbies and stuff. You forgot you had stuff. And dealing with all this clutter is bad for your mental health. So the psychological weight of hoarding-level clutter and messes is understandable, but it can affect you in many ways. Even... The modest levels of clutter. Now, I, I admit I do have a lot of tools and stuff that just gets cluttered around here, but I know where exactly everything's at. You know, it's that mentality. I know, don't move anything. It's a mess in here. I know exactly where it's at. So the Swedish death cleaning is a simple concept that with powerful potential. It's based in Swedish. It's based on the Swedish concept called distanding, literally death cleaning, which is expanded in a book by Margaret Ma, um, Magnussen. The Gentle Art of Swedish Death Cleaning. Magnuson was inspired to write the book after she lost her parents and her husband and her had to wade through all the stuff they left behind. You should have seen all the stuff that, (laughs) on a lighter note, or on a different note, uh, all the stuff my mom had. Holy mackerel. When we had to go through the house, none of it was my dad's stuff. It was all my mom's stuff that she had in this, you know, 3,500-square-foot house after she passed away. Just loads and loads of stuff. Get rid of it. But she was a decorative person. She liked any holidays. That was the most of the stuff was... You know, holiday trimmings for everything, you know, Easter I had everything and a box of Easter stuff. Well, four boxes of Easter stuff, and 19 boxes of Christmas stuff and 48 boxes of Thanksgiving stuff. It was just a bunch of stuff. Technically, you're supposed to engage in the sweetest death cleaning later in life. Magnuson herself recommends the age of 65 is a good time to start <laughs> if you can make it that far. But you need to simplify the existence doesn't necessarily follow a fixed schedule. By the time you benefit from the practice at the point of your life is because you are all about to take control. Don't clutter. Rethink your relationship with stuff. The key to Swedish death cleaning is not that you just burst of decluttering and getting rid of old junks. It's the imposition of permanently new way of organizing your life. It's less about cleaning the garage and more about how you want to approach acquiring and disposal of possessions going forward. The sense of being charged of your life has some way in it how everything is dealt with even if you're gone so it's somewhat empowering so there's a whole list of stuff how to get started and stuff but there you go swedish death cleaning so if you're at a certain age and of course you know you're not in a hospice or anything like that but you know when you get to a certain age if you're able to do it yeah go ahead and start doing some death cleaning out there cleaning your stuff out all right guys when we come back on the phone with us or actually here in the studio we're gonna have one of the co-hosts of this is 50 reviewing some new products that we have here on deacon live so stick around for that you're listening to Deacon Live right here on Proper Radio. I'll be right back. Profit Radio. Profit Radio. When I changed it, I barely forgot what I was getting at. Um, you were talking about some kind of uh, Norwegian bathhouse.
0: Yeah. Yeah, there's that. You remember that? Can you hang on I one second? I still sec- have that. I still have that rash. <laughs> Call 407-448-8800. Zero, zero. Eight, eight, zero, zero, Wow. You're listening to... Oh, it's uh,
1: what world. did you drop? Deacon Live. Deacon Live. Deacon Live. Deacon Live. Deacon Live. Deacon Live now presents to you, Beiru, with his latest song, Energy, from their upcoming album, Glad You Came, coming out on May 15th. For more information, check them out over at ProfitRadio.com.
3: Same energy, keep the same energy. Energy same keep the same energy, keep the same energy, keep the same energy. Smell in my fight Better keep the same energy. Everybody copied me, but they did just made me. PVS is M O Y here by the Welcome back to Deacon
1: Live. You want something for free? Well, we'll give you something for free. The way you do that is go over to Profit Radio, PROPHET Radio. Click on the free swag section, the proud sponsors of Deacon Live. And while you're over there, Don't forget, for every podcast we do, we have a matching video, and you can see us in real time here in the studio, me waving to you. Hopefully, you're waving back to me. And right now, we have a brand-new sponsor in the studio with us right now, co-host of This Is 50 Podcast, Shane McManus. How are you, Shane?
3: Good. How are you guys doing? Doing
1: good. So, we've got a new sponsor from GizmoLeague.com, and what they have is these brand-new earbuds that they've created. They've created the AK6 Earbuds which is used for like your normal gaming headsets uh, but they're earbuds, and we also have a Bluetooth sports sleeping headband, which I am—I can't wait to use. You've got these in your hand right now. You've, you just got them in probably about a week ago. Have you had a chance
3: to play with them yet? I haven't. I've, I'm holding each one of these little items in my hand right now. I haven't gotten a chance to use them. Um, I've looked over them pretty well. I'm going to be taking kind of the next week to run, and run these things through their paces and see how they do, but, um, you know, at first glance, You know the AK sixes. They, I don't know if you can see them on the screen here. I'm going to hold them up to you, but these are these are kind of like your sports earbuds. Oh yeah, like you wear like if you're jogging or something like
1: that. You don't want like these big headphones that we have on our head. They can just go inside your ear.
3: Yeah. So you've got a bunch of different colors to choose from. I've got the uh, uh, looks like candy apple red earbuds right here. Okay. What other colors do they have? Uh, I have seen some blues and some greens. I think they have in there. I haven't opened up all the boxes, so don't quote me on that. We've got a, a few of them over here. All right. We want to keep the packaging pristine, so right now I've <laughs> got the red ones. Now, at first glance, at
1: first touch, how do they feel? Do they feel durable? or Do they feel like, eh, just like any other headphone?
3: Well, they're solid. Um, what's what's really cool about them is the, the plastic housing uh, is, is kind of a transparent, so you can see all the little bits and pieces on the inside, which is kind of neat. So, uh, you know, you can style with them. They do have inline controls, uh, volume up and down, that kind of thing. What do you mean inline controls? Like on the, the wire itself? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, you got a little pod there with the volume up and down pause play. Does it have a microphone on it or is it just up and down? Um, it should. I'm not sure. I think it, uh, let me look at the back of this thing and see. Sure. Yep. Yeah, we've got a microphone. There's a little microphone holding Awesome. There. So you can use these for calls as well. So it looks to me like they're geared more for exercising. Um, they do have the uh, attachable ear loops that come with them um, and a nice uh, nice little carrying case as well. But I'll show you, you know, it's just your standard little ear loops that you can hook on there that wrap around your ears. Okay, just to hold them in, to uh, keep them nice and yeah. snug.
1: Now, yeah. the one thing that I have a problem with is the you know everyone's got different shaped ear holes? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so does it come with a, a variety of the, the little little flexy rubber thing, the little silicone mushroom that goes in your ear? Do they have it a does. bunch of those?
3: Yeah, yeah. it does. Uh, I think you've got about three different sizes.
1: Now, are they um, are they the real flexible ones, or sometimes they have one that's called marshmallow? Are they like the marshmallow ones, or are they actually no. like the silicone? They're the silicone. Okay. How long is the cord from your ear? Because that's the worst thing. From your ear down to the actual port that goes
3: in. I'm going to say... Maybe three feet.
1: Okay, so that's good. You can have them in your yeah. put the thing in your pocket or on your wrist. You know those joggers yeah, sure. that run around yeah. with their phone on their forearm. Yeah,
3: yeah. I mean, and of course it is three and a half millimeter jack. So you know if you have iPhone or something like that, then you're you're not going to be able to use these. You know that's just <laughs> something right off the bat. But, <laughs> but some of your some of your game controllers don't they have a three millimeter jack on on the game controllers? They sure do. Let me show you my. I'm sorry, I'm making noise here. That's all right. You're allowed to. I do. So here is my Xbox controller. Okay. And it, uh, you can see there. I see it. It does have, yeah, three and a half millimeter jack on there. So you can plug directly into that with these, which is nice. Um, as far as sound quality goes, I haven't tested those out just yet, but that's what I'm going to be doing over the next week. Over the point out here is the, is the, it does have braided cable on it. And then that cable is coated with some sort of, I want to say nylon waterproofing. So, your cable is braided with some sort of sheath over the outside of it. Nice. Presumably for, you know, sweating, you know, if you want to protect it from sweat and that kind of stuff.
1: So over the next three or four weeks or so, we're going to be talking about these headphones and, and the advantages and disadvantages. And is it worth the money? Because uh, right now they're priced at, at 19 nineteen ninety nine. So we're going to see, you know, do or die on these headphones. Now, we've got also something else from the, the gizmoleague.com. Their headphones, they have a, a sleep mask. Now, Shane, I wear a sleep mask at night this headband Bluetooth sleep mask that they've come out with actually has speakers by your ears. So show that up to the camera and tell us all about what you got over there.
3: So this is uh, just like a sweatband, a head sweatband. If you'll notice right there, that square on the front, that is your kind of control panel. Within that control panel, you've got pause, play, volume up and down. And then at the very bottom of that is going to be your micro USB port for charging. Presumably this is going to go in the middle of your head for easy access for your controls and then your speakers are kind of right here on the sides and they fit right over top of your ears and you can feel them in there they're substantial and i'm kind of excited about these two because i like to lay in the bed and listen to listen to podcasts or music or whatever (laughs) listen to your own podcast this is 50 so unlike the ear pods these are actual bluetooth no wires in the way one thing advantage that I can see right off the bat with the speakers in there are they're flat speakers. So, oh, it's the president like, calling. <laughs> they're, they're flat speakers. So, if you like like are a side sleeper, if you like to lay on your side, I don't think oh it's yeah, going to crush your ear too bad. Nice, it's not too <laughs> yeah, bad. But, um, that remains to be seen. That's one of the things that we'll be checking out on them. But um, I'm I'm pretty excited about it, and you know, checking those out for for that thing, that type of thing. But um, I'm I'm sure these are geared more towards you know runners and. Uh, people exercising, so you can do it hands free, and and you got a built-in uh, sweat sucker upper.
1: Well, that's what I was going to say. Does it look like you can easily remove the the controls and stuff to throw it in the wash, or Do you ha- can the I'm not assuming the whole thing can
3: go in the washing machine. Um, yeah, there's slots cut in here. So,
1: <laughs> for further examination of this product, it looks like they have slots cut out in it.
3: Uh, yeah i'm not real sure so that's again that's something that we will test whether this stuff can come out or not but there's some access holes in the fabric which i'm assuming there's some way to get it out of there but um which would be really nice if that's the case because yes you're, <laughs> if you're going to use them while you're exercising you definitely want to wash
1: them all right shane uh one more thing at first glance on the scale of one to ten this is the first week of you having them on the scale of one to ten ten being the best and one being absolutely crappy on the scale of one to ten the first week of you having them What do you rate it?
3: Uh, As far as build quality for the headband, I'm going to go around an eight. Okay. Um, The build quality on the earbuds, I'm going to go around a, a seven, somewhere around in there. But... Those scores may go up once uh, we do a little infield testing and see how they actually perform. Like I said, that's what we're going to be doing over the next week or so is really putting these things through their paces, and I'm going to run a marathon.
1: (laughs) Just mow the lawn. That's
3: all we need, just a little lawn mowing. All right, anything else? Shane,
1: we appreciate your review. Um, We'll look forward to seeing you next week. Is there anything you want to plug before you go? Take a minute to listen to the This Is 50 podcast. And what's the This Is 50 podcast about?
3: Well, it's about two guys are getting older. We're not going to say old, but they're getting older. And we just sit down and discuss what we're going through in life at this time. It could be anything. We're not rehashing what went on in the 80s or anything like that. We're just talking about everyday things that people our age are going through. And sometimes it's serious. Sometimes, well, most of the time it's off the rail. But um, yeah, it's uh, just talking about what people our age are going through.
1: Awesome Shane. Uh look forward to uh, your next week's review on those headphones. That is the GizmoLeague.com headphones, the AK6, and also the Bluetooth Sports Sleeping Headband. Thanks, Shane. Oh, no problem. Stick around. You'll see the Deacon Live right here on Proper Radio. I'll be right back.
2: Literally helps me fall asleep in half the time. My friend told me about this sleep band, and I literally cannot sleep without it. It's a comfortable headband with built-in noise-canceling headphones, and it also doubles as a sleep mask to help block out light. It's super easy to connect with Bluetooth. I use it to listen to music, audiobooks, podcasts, and nature sounds. I barely have to charge it. The battery lasts up to a week. I even use it for my yoga sessions and my workout sessions. You can easily remove the headphones and throw it in the washer to clean it. I love it so much. I even got one for my boyfriend. Ever since I got this, I sleep so much better. Get yours now at gizmo and save 10% with promo code DeaconLIVE.
1: Welcome back to Deacon Live. You want to be heard? Of course you do and we would love to hear from you as well. And The way you do that is go over to Profit Radio, proud sponsors of Deacon Live. Go to Profit Radio, P-R-O-P-H-E-T Radio at the very bottom of the page. says Be Heard. Click on that. Opens up a little microphone on whatever device you're listening to us on and uh, you can speak right into it and you will be podcast famous. You can be right here in the studio alongside of us. If you give us your opinions, you can tell us uh, what you like, what you don't like. If you just want to say happy birthday to little Timmy, happy birthday little Timmy, you can do that as well uh, and while you're over there you can get something for free for participating in the show and click on free swag fill out that little form there and we'll send you out a prize pack as well now most of you out there have grown up with MTV on your on your main favorites on your TV cable network and MTV has evolved and, and kind of fell into itself as far as what they do and what they are but now uh, one of the staples of MTV which was MTV news uh, which was nice. It was always 10 after the hour, and you knew that when you could turn on 10 after the hour, you could get the latest updates on what's going on. It was kind of made for like the Gen X uh, people and kind of merging with millennials now. As of now, unfortunately, the entertainment world is bidding a farewell due to MTV News. The network's heyday ended years ago, but for the time, it was the go-to source for interviews with leading artists such as Madonna and Prince and also newsmakers out there in the entertainment world. The shutdown of MTV News comes to as Paramount Globe, the parent company of CBS, Nickelodeon, Comedy Central and Showtime announced that it was laying off some 25 percent of its staff. In addition to the reports, Paramount Global is doing considerable amount of restructuring. Earlier this year, Showtime merged with MTV Entertainment Studios. And also, in an email to the staff, Chris McCarthy, president and CEO of Showtime MTV Entertainment Studios and Paramount Media Networks, explained the decision-making behind the cuts. While touting the incredible track record of hits, such as Yellowstone, South Park, Yellow Jackets, McCarthy wrote, despite the success in streaming, we continue to feel the pressure of broader economic headwinds like many of our peers. To address this, our senior leaders, in coordination with HR, have been working together Together In the past few months to determine an optimal organization for the current and future needs of our business, says Chris McCarthy, CEO. This is a very sad day for a lot of friends and colleagues, MTV News wrote. Many people have lost their jobs. Josh Horwick was hired, MTV News, 17 years ago. He is honored to be a small part of its history, wishing the best for the business. The news comes with on the heels of the disappointing first quarter earnings reportedly for the corporation. During the earnings this week, Paramount Global CEO Bob Bakash. Bakish. Said the corporation was navigating a challenging and uncertain microeconomic environment, and you will see the impact of it on our financials and combination of the peak streaming investment intersections with cycle cycle advertisement softness. So there you go. A few a few days ago, MTV announced that it was scaling back on its annual awards show. That it faced an ongoing writer strike. And so on and so forth. So MTV slowly but surely is imploding on itself. So there you go. There, no more MTV. Kurt Loader, he was the staple. You could, you could look at him at any time. Such and puck. <laughs> yes, such and puck, go look it up. She was on there as well, and also Kennedy, who 's over on Fox News, she got her start over there uh, there's a lot of people that uh, in the news world that got start over on MTV news because they would hire like these kids right out of college and stuff, but they gave great news. It was quick. I think it was like a four or five minute segment, and that 's all we had an attention span for i mean Christ, videos at the time were three or four minutes, you know, except for when Michael Jackson came out with uh this thirty minute video. Up for bad. I think it was like 17 minutes or something like that. It was a whole long, drawn out thing. And then, of course, they condensed it down to three minutes for normal airing. But still, MTV News, no more. I was reading also in the article that MTV or VH1 is now changing to MTV Classic uh, between the hours of uh, 10 p.m. and 4 a.m. or something like that. And they're going to run all the 90s nostalgia shows over on Classic VH1 or whatever they're calling it now. And they're going to run like Beavis and Butthead and Pit My Ride and all those classic shows in the late 90s and early 2000s over there on VH1 Classic, MTV Classic or something they're calling it. All right, guys. Now, there's a new movie that's coming out that's called Barbie. And, you know, I didn't know that they could make a movie or have enough stuff to create a movie for barbie but it's being released right now and it's getting good reviews on that so i'm not going to knock it too hard but remember in toy story three when barbie and ken there's a scene where she's going through ken's lawn or not laundry going through his uh his wardrobe and throwing stuff away like you can't wear this you can't wear this well there's a scene it's kind of like that lonnie and Yarl thing if you read it or dry needle And I forget what the other word is. If you look at the word and you listen, you hear that word. And then if you look at the other word, you hear that word as well. Well, someone has plenty of time on their hand, I guess, has found out or done some research or stopped. I don't know what they're doing. And This scene where Barbie's going through Ken's stuff in his closet, and I guess Ken's strapped to some kind of board or something. If you've seen Toy Story 3 from 2010, you know exactly what I'm talking about. It's basically saying, what did you hear? Do you hear Ken say, oh, fuck, in the Toy Story movie? Or do you hear him say, oh, Barbie, in the Toy Story movie? Now, I'm going to play both of them. So everyone gather real close to your speakers and I'm going to switch to camera four here. So you can see this also the video as well. And don't forget for every podcast we do, we have a matching video. You can see this in real time as we're talking about it here on the air. And you tell me what you hear. Now, I'm not going to say anything the first time around. It's kind of a bad recording, but it's still a recording of the actual movie because there's copyrights and stuff. So there's a little skip in the front. I'm going to see if I can get by that. And Barbie's grabbed a pair of shorts off of the rack that Ken was wearing and he says blank those were vintage so tell me what you hear so here we go
0: oh, Barbie, those were vintage.
1: okay you heard it it's quick so you got to pay attention we'll play it again
0: oh, Barbie, those were vintage.
1: what did you hear I'm gonna put this in your mind he's gonna say oh Barbie those are vintage so listen here we go and I'm not changing anything you can see me here on the monitor I'm not changing anything it's the same video over and over so here we go Oh, Barbie, those are vintage.
0: Oh, Barbie, those are vintage.
1: Did you hear, oh, Barbie? I'm going to play the same thing again, and you're going to hear, oh, fuck. You ready?
0: Oh, Barbie, those are vintage.
1: What did you hear? (laughs) Did you hear, oh, fuck? I heard it. It's one of those things, and we'll play it. Here we go. Uh, i got to restart it again. Here we go. Oh, Barbie,
0: those are vintage.
1: Okay. In your mind, think of something else. Think of either Oh Fuck or Oh Barbie. Just think of that word, and then you'll hear this. You ready? I'm going to play it again.
0: Oh, fuck! those were vintage.
1: All right, now I'm going to play it. Think of the other word. Think of the other phrase.
0: Oh, fuck! those were
1: vintage. <laughs> I don't know. Either way, it sounds like exactly what you're hearing him say, depending on what you're reading, whether it be Oh Fuck, Those Were Vintage, or Oh Barbie, Those Were Vintage. So... It's out there. Just thought I'd throw it out there. Something else for you and your friends to play around with on the Internet. All right, guys, stick around. When we come back, is AI stealing our thoughts? Yes, they are. They can actually read our thoughts now. I'll dive in that here in just one sec. You're listening to Deacon Live right here on Profit Radio. I'll be right
0: back. Come on, Barbie. Let's go party. I'm a Barbie girl in the Barbie world. Life It's fantastic. You can brush my hair. Profit Radio. Profit Radio.
1: So what's going on in the Why world? Why are you laughing at me? What's going on in the I world?
3: You think you're laughing?
1: No, I'm, I'm laughing. <laughs> I laugh You laugh. I laugh. You laugh. I laugh. You laugh.
0: I laugh you, laugh. I laugh. you laugh. I laugh. You laugh. I laugh. We can laugh all day. I laugh all day long. <laughs> you can laugh. Oh, great. What else could go wrong today? I think the phrase rhymes
1: with clucking bell. 407. 407. 407.
3: 448. 448. 8800. 8800.
2: Please leave a message.
0: You're listening to Deacon Live. Deacon Live.
2: Deacon Live. Deacon Live. And
0: someone will return your call as soon as possible. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah! Yeah!
1: Right. yeah. Right. Welcome back to Deacon Live. Make sure you follow us on all your social networks, and the way you do that and the way you find us is go over to Profit Radio, proud sponsor of Deacon Live. That's ProfitRadio.com, P-R-O-P-H-E-T Radio. And you can see the place that says Social Contacts is a little drop-down menu. Click on that, and you can see all the different avenues and venues that we are available at. We're on Instagram. We're on TikTok. We're on Twitter, dying, dying Twitter, uh, YouTube as well. And don't forget on that youtube channel for every podcast we do you can see us here in the studio and if i'm talking about articles got a video or anything like that and you can see those videos over at youtube make sure you like and subscribe as well over there and believe me i'm not gonna sit there and bombard you with a bunch of stuff i got enough stuff going on here uh, i'm just a one-man show doing a one-man job <laughs> actually i'm a one-man show doing a job of 15 people so give me some credit over there and just show some love i will show you some love back as well now Speaking of uh, computer and social contacts and network and stuff, what is your password? Have you had the same password for a long time? I know a lot of times Facebook pages get hacked and they tell you, you know, change your password, change your password. All you morons out there that are getting your Facebook page hacked, stop taking those stupid surveys as far as, you know, what uh, Game of Thrones character would you be? And you click on that and you start going through all that. You know, sure enough, they've got your password and they're sending out all these stupid, hey, like in my instant messenger, hey, this person died. He looks like you. You know, click on video here and it's some kind of bitly link and you're just like going, fuck you, idiot. (laughs) Something like that. You guys are morons. If your Facebook, I'm going to tell you right now, if your Facebook page gets hacked, you are a moron. You are because... Obviously, you think something's not right, and your the world is not against you you everything's in your favor. no, if your Facebook page gets hacked, you are a moron i w- I'm going to unfriend anyone from now on if if I get junk messages from you, that just tells me what kind of mentality you are as as a person where you can let some person sit in a basement. Overseas, millions of miles away, hack your Facebook page because you clicked on something that you thought was cute and you'd like to share with all your friends. Yeah, fuck you. (laughs) Get out of my Facebook feed. Now, A study reveals the 20 most used passwords, 83% of them can be cracked in a second. So listen up, all you ding dongs out there. Ahead of this past May 4th, which was World Password Day, Norpass has released a report showing that the password habits die very hard with a list of the most used passwords in the United States and from 29 other countries. For the U.S., many usual suspects are on the list. However, this time around, 1234 is no longer the most popular password Password. studies have found that 83 percent of these passwords can be hacked in less than a second so listen how you morons out there change your password and not to one of these so here we go for this study norpass says that they have evaluated three terabytes worth of data with the help of independent researchers to determine the top 200 used passwords in 30 different countries the company notes that Despite the growing cybersecurity awareness, old habits die hard. The research says that people still use weak passwords to protect their account. The report actually includes 200 of the most used passwords in each country below, and I'm going to read them to you. So, the first one, the number one. Well, do you want to start at number one? No, let's start at number 20. Let's go that way. Now, you guys, am I showing the the screen here? No. So, you guys can't see it on the video. I'm sorry. I'm going to keep this all to myself. The Number 20. G underscore check out, and it's spe- it's spelled C-Z-E-C-H, like Czechoslovakia, out. 19 is shadow, then monkey, then I love you, all one word. Jordan 23, soccer. Number 14 is unknown. The actual password is unknown. 13 and 14 are football and then baseball. QWERTY comes in at 11. You know, the, if you had a BlackBerry or one of those phones, that QWERTY was the top row. Top 10, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8 is (laughs) number 10. Number 9, ABC123, which was beaten by 1234, number 7, Password1. Number 6 is 123456789. And then number 5 gets a little creative. It's A1B2C3, and then followed by 12345. Number three is password. Number two is one, two, three, four, five, six. And the number one this year, most popular password is guest. Just the word guest. G-U-E-S-T. Guest. So there you go. So if you have one of those passwords, that's the same pa- that's the same combination that's on my luggage. <laughs> All you Spaceball fans out there. So if you got something and now granted, you know, a lot of them ask for a capital letter and some kind of a uh, character, whether it be an exclamation point, forward slash, backslash. If you guys know the difference between those, great. Uh, a period, um, the pound sign or something. Those are, change your passwords there. <laughs> because they're finding out right away. Less than a second they said they could figure it out. All right. And so now... AI is reading our brains, so if they can't figure out our password, they'll just read our brains about it. Scientists use AI to read people's brain scans and recreated the whole story from only their brain waves. AI can turn brain scans into readouts of your thoughts. Participants were asked to watch or imagine a story while sitting in the brain scanning machine called an fMRI. for the study of experts from the University of Texas in Austin, AI was able to accurately predict the story was about by reading only the participants' brainwaves in the study. This type of technology could one day help people who have lost the ability to communicate with scientists for a non-invasive method, this real leap forward compared to what has been done before, which typically single words or short sentences have been spelled out like on keyboards and stuff like that. You know, moving your eye scan and, and typing in the letter and it takes like half hour just to spell, you know, I have to go to the bathroom. (laughs) The AI was able to accurately recreate stories that participants were either listening to, watching, or imagining, per the study, which was published in the peer-reviewed journal Nature Neuroscience. The AI did did not reproduce the story word for word. Instead, it it picked up on the concepts of being triggered in the participant's mind and produced an approximation of the story, and it also made mistakes. For instance, one participant was listening to this. I didn't know whether to scream, cry, run away. Instead, I said, leave me alone. Their brainwaves were translated into started to scream and cry, and then she just said, I told you to leave me alone. Well, that's scary. That's real scary. It's not accurate, but it's damn close. Researchers asked participants to look at a video with no sound. They found that their AI decoder was able to capture the essence of the video from the participants' thoughts, as seen in the transcript below. So here's a transcript below. So the actual stimulation said, I, uh, I got up from the air mattress and pressed my face against the glass of the bedroom window, expecting to see eyes staring back at me, but instead finding only darkness. What they, what the AI thing came across said, I continued to walk up to the window and open the glass. I stood on my toes and peered out and didn't see anything and I looked up and saw nothing. That was, that's pretty damn close from what they decoded as, as far as what the actual person was thinking. Some of the differences between the original story and the story decoded from frame waves may be due to the model itself. Every brain is different. So to train the computer when scientists first showed it, brain waves appeared when it participated and was thinking about a particular word. So there you go. I think that'd be great, especially those that are in like uh, comas. You know, they you don't know if they have any brain thoughts or anything like that. And they're just on, like on a ventilator and everything's going up and down. You're just sitting there going, quality of life, is this person alive? Is this person trying to help me? Is this person trying to talk to me? How does this person communicate when there's no verbal or kind of, Motions, physical motions to, to say anything. Maybe this, it's AI. I think it'd be very, very beneficial in, in those type of situations, in that type of community. Or you can go the other direction and just say they're going to use it for spy stuff and they're going to hold down someone and just read their thoughts to get all the information out of it. Could go either way, good or bad. All right, guys, so when we stick around, when we come back, a couple more segments and we'll let you get back to enjoying the rest of your day. You listen to Deacon Live right here on proper Radio. I'll be right back.
0: bad job but could you put a little more effort
3: into it maybe i'll snort some bath salts and play something radical doubt it play some hardcore bath salt music how would that go maybe it would be like bath salt bath salt shoot the ladder up my nose play some. <laughs> i think it would go
1: bath salt bath salt stick it up my asphalt <laughs> yeah you, right? you want a stogie there
2: you're an asshole I like nothing radio. i do not like internet radio profit radio
0: profit radio
1: how many times have you bought headphones just to have them not live up to their potential? Go to gizmoleague.com and buy the AK6 earbuds. They have the best comfort, the best passive noise cancellation, and they're only 19 dollars Along with that, they fit into any 3mm jack that you have. The AK6 earbuds are for you. While you're there, don't forget they also offer a Bluetooth sports sleep band. That has ear pods inside of it. Totally wireless. They help you with your mental health. They let you go to sleep while listening to soft, soft music or your favorite podcast while you're sleeping. Both of those can be found at gizmoleague.com. And for an extra 10% off, type in Deacon Live 10 upon checkout. That's Deacon Live 10 for an extra bonus. Visit gizmoleague.com for your next set of headphones. That's gizmoleague.com.
2: You're listening to Deacon Live. Deacon Live. Deacon Live. Deacon Live. Welcome
1: back to Deacon Live. You want to be famous? Of course you do. Everyone wants to be famous, but you can be podcast famous, which is even better than being regular famous. And the way you do that is go over to Profit Radio, proud sponsors of Deacon Live. That's Profit Radio, P-R-O-P-H-E-T radio.com. At the very bottom of the page has a little microphone, a little blue microphone at the bottom of the page. says, Be Heard. Click on that. Opens up a microphone on your device, whatever device you're listening to us on. We appreciate you. Speak right into it. You can be anonymous if you like, and your voice will appear right next to me, right alongside of me here in the studio, and we'll play it on the very next podcast. We play it on this podcast if you get it in quick enough, uh, but if not, you will be heard on the very next podcast as well. Now, we've got over eight years of shows, so feel free. If you've listened to some old older shows and you have questions about who's this and what happened there. By all means, at any time, join in and we'll play it on the very next podcast that's currently going on right now. Now, currently going on right now is this gentleman right here has become a dad for the seventh time at the age of 79, Bobby D. Good old Bobby D has welcomed another child at the age of seventy-nine years old. This is father of seven now. The representative for De Niro confirmed that the birth with the Associated Press on Tuesday. No other details, including the identity of the mothers, were released. Now, I don't know if you know this or not. Everyone, come closer. Come closer. Bobby D likes the chocolate. If you know what I mean. <laughs> he does. The Oscar winner has been a. Is the also a parent of Drina, fifty-one? Ralph, 46, from his first marriage to Delaine Abbott, and twins Julian and Aaron, 27, Elliot at 24, and Helen Grace, 11. So at 68, he had a kid, and now at 79, he's got another kid, from and this is from his second marriage to Grace Hightower. Uh, De Niro and Hightower announced that they were getting divorced in 2018. And for more on... How Bobby D feels about his new kid? I'm gonna switch the camera for so we can see this. Let's hear from him.
2: This this movie's about fathers and sons. You just became a dad again. Yeah. What what could you? How do you feel? Does it feel as good the seventh time around? Sure, it's always good and mysterious, and and, and, and
0: you don't know what the hell's gonna happen.
1: He doesn't even know what's gonna happen. <laughs> Is that cruel though? Is that cruel to to be 79 years old and bring a child into the world not knowing if. Well, I know you're not going to know. All right, let's do some math here. Let's do some math. So switch to the math thing. We like to call it a calculator. So at 79, when the kid graduates high school, if he makes it, if Robert De Niro makes it, he will be 97 years old. Can you imagine that? <laughs> Crapping his pants or whatever? I don't know. Some people at 97 are still looking pretty good. I mean, Shatner, I think, is 92, and he just bounced around in space out there for a little bit. So, and I think he crapped his pants a little bit too. But still, 92, 79, or 97? Uh, I don't know if that's fair or not. Maybe we should put limits, term limits on when you can be a parent and how old you can be. Now, over in Comus, Utah, a Utah woman who wrote a children's book. Let me switch back to so you guys see me. Here we are. Here I am. A Utah woman who wrote a children's book about coping with grief following the death of her husband has been charged with murder, according to court documents. Corey Richens was arrested on May 8th. In Summit County for aggravated murder and three counts of possession of drugs with the intent to distribute, the court record shows. The alleged murder, uh, March 3rd, 2022, the day before Richard's husband, Eric Richens... Hold on, let me read that again. Got a little excited. Richens' husband, Eric Richens, died unexpectedly per his obituary. He and Corey were married for nine years and had three young sons together. According to the documents, Eric was found dead at the foot of his bed in the early hours morning of March 4th, 2022. Corey allegedly told authorities that she made him an alcoholic beverage, brought it to the room where he drank it. Corey said that shortly after she went to put one of her children to bed and then fell asleep. She told the police she woke up around 3 a.m. and felt Eric was cold to the touch. She called 911. She claimed that she left her phone plugged in to the side of her bed while she was with her child, but investigators said that the phone records showed it was locked, unlocked, then locked, and unlocked several times, and there was movement on the phone. There was also several messages that were sent and received during this time window, but those messages were deleted. Following the autopsy, it was determined that Eric had died from an overdose of illicit fentanyl. The medical examiner said the amount of fentanyl in this system ingested orally was approximately five times the lethal dosage. Authorities said that they obtained a search warrant after Eric's autopsy and seized multiple devices from Corey. While reviewing those, investigators allegedly found that Corey had contacted someone to get prescription pain medication. Two weeks later, Corey reached out to the same friend and asked if she could get something stronger. Some of that, quote-unquote, Michael Jackson stuff, Corey stated. She specifically asked her friend for fentanyl. The friend allegedly gave Corey 15 to 20 fentanyl pills. After Valentine's Day meal, court docs said that Eric, told a friend that he became ill and thought Corey was trying to poison him. Two weeks later, Corey allegedly asked for more fentanyl pills. Eric was found dead six days later, according to the documents. Corey Richens met with KTVX Good Things Utah last month to speak about a book that she wrote that helps kids deal with grief. The book focuses on how to cope with losses of a loved one and was released after Eric's death. Corey said that she wrote the book because she needed a distraction in a way to channel her family's feeling. My husband passed away unexpectedly last year, Corey told Good Things Utah. It completely took me by shock. Her next hearing was scheduled for May 19th, 2023. So technically, they're finding out that she killed him and in the process wrote a book, How to Cope with Killing Someone. I think OJ did the same thing, didn't he? If I would have done it, this is the way I would have done it, type deal. So, she got caught, and hopefully, the proceeds will go to the kids and and help them. You know, because they're going to be out. They're already out of dad, and now they're going to be out of mommy as well. All right, guys, when we come back, guess what? Weed is killing your dogs, but not in the way you think. So, stick around. I'll get into that here in just one sec. You're listening to Deacon Live right here on Profit Radio. I'll be right back.
0: listening to hey i'm not the problem you're the problem deacon live deacon live, Mark. Deacon live.
2: do you know what sucks about internet radio
0: <laughs> absolutely fucking nothing nothing
2: profit radio i don't like nothing. internet radio. i do not like internet radio
3: profit radio profit radio
1: Welcome back to Deacon Live. Make sure you follow us on all your social networks. And the way you find those is go over to Profit Radio, proud sponsor of Deacon Live. That's Profit Radio, P-R-O-O-P-H-E-T-Radio.com. And while you're over there, get yourself something for free. And we have a prize pack over there called Free Swag. Grab that out, fill that out, and we'll send it out to you. And also, if you'd like to be podcast famous, at the bottom of the page it says Be Heard, click on that and you can leave a message. It comes right to our inbox and we'll play it on the very next podcast as well. Now, with everything going on in the marijuana world, there's a lot of things that, uh, like, for example, in Colorado, they're having a hard time figuring out how to process the money uh, because it's still federally not recognized. There's ways around it and and how uh, to—actually, I have no idea how they get around it. But somehow, you know, they keep all this cash and stuff on hand. There's a great movie out there or actually series out there called King of Tulsa, and it's got Sylvester Stallone— if you haven't seen that, it's an interesting watch, and it talks about how they deal with the influx that the marijuana stores have with all this money that they can't physically use. It's all cash; like they they don't can't use credit cards or anything like that. So they have all this cash currently, constantly on hand, and how Sylvester Stallone goes in there as a mob boss in this shitty town of Tulsa and shows them how to basically launder the money. It's a, it's a good watch. I've gotten like in, I think, three episodes in it, and it's fun. It's really fun. It's totally out of Sylvester Stallone's character, so check that out as well. But for most of us out there in the states that live with casual marijuana, there's a lot of things that are happening out there that we don't think about that's affecting a lot of things around us. So third-party-wise, our animals are being affected. Now you ask yourself, well, how is that? You know, I, I've done the thing I haven't done the thing, but I've seen the thing where you take a laundry basket, throw a towel over it, you stick a cat underneath it, and you take a hit of marijuana, blow the smoke into the laundry basket, and then take the thing off and watch the cat be just high walking around. It's so funny to see a cat high. I'm not saying to do that. I'm just saying I've seen people who have done that. Now, as legal marijuana uses increases, discarded joints pose hazardous for dogs bondi an eight-month-old toy poodle had just returned from a walk which he began stumbling his head was bobbling back and forth and soon could barely stand up a good doctor quickly made a diagnosis bondi was stoned on his walk a sniff must have led to bondi to find a discarded joint which he ate Briggs said the owner of Bondi said he was just doing his normal thing and exploring everything and sniffing everything. He began to notice around the pot shops were sprouting up in New York City the frequent whiffs of marijuana could be circling around in the Manhattan neighborhood and unfinished joints were now littering the sidewalk. In places like New York City where the first legal recreational pot dispensary opened last year users can smoke it openly. As a result more dogs are coming across the discarded joints and edibles prompting an alarm of veterinary and pet owners to blame a steep rise of poisoning on smokers, the harm they can do by just littering and discarding these joints. Marijuana poisoning, which are almost never fatal, hear me out there, (laughs) were once rare among pets. Even when medical dispensaries started opening, according to Dr. Amy Addis, New York City veterinarian, until recently, many occurred at home when pets got into their owner's stash and just got high as hell. You've seen the TikTok videos where, oh, a little floofy got into my edibles, and now floofy, little dachshund or whatever, is high as hell. The reasoning we have been seeing the case is that people are using marijuanas on the street and then discarding the unwanted ends of their joint. Yeah, I don't know about you. When I used to smoke weed, when I used to smoke weed, you always had a ashtray full of roaches. And then when you were basically out of your stash, what did you do? You unrolled those roaches and you packed them into a friggin bong, and you lit that whole entire thing up and carried on. You never wasted anything like that. Well, at the time you were paying you know what whatever the street prices were, you didn't want to waste anything. I guess up in New York, Weed is just like having an extra fry. You know, you're eating french fries and you drop a french fry, eh, drop a french fry. The dog will eat it. I guess weed's the same way. Ah, eh, smoking some weed, I'm done with this. Throw it out the window, dog will eat the weed and have a good time. So be careful out there when you're discarding your roach ends of your joints because animals are out there eating and gobbling them up and having a good time. Now this lady right here was not having a good time. She actually had a good time that went bad. A woman by the name of, we're going to call her Jenna Jean. So as an adult, you have the ability to control your own actions. One of the most embarrassing things you could ever do is use the restroom in your pants. That's something usually reserved for little kids or older people. It's hard to play it cool after an incident like this that's coming up. I'm going to play the video, so now's a great time if you have... um YouTube, go over to YouTube, search Deacon Live or go over to our profitradio dot com and you can find a YouTube link over there. Click on that. Make sure you like and subscribe to us over there as well. And you can see this TikTok video I'm gonna play here in just one sec. So about a year ago, Jenna was dating a new guy, and they were having dinner of steak and cheesy pasta together. Jenna went to town on the cheesy pasta, basically eating the whole thing all by herself because her date could not do dairy or could not eat dairy. He was lactose intolerant. But little did Jenna know that she was also lactose intolerant as well. Had no idea. Anyways, she and her new man ended up having what they call a slumber party. She spent the night. She woke up right at 6 o'clock not feeling well. However, the guy's bathroom connected to his bedroom had no door on it and also had several roommates. Jenna's stomach was girdling loud, and she did not know what to do. Luckily, he was a morning person, so he had to go take a shower. Meanwhile, she grabbed a pair of his shorts, ran downstairs, and hit the the bathroom downstairs. Unfortunately, she didn't make it. And, well, I'll let her tell the story because it gets a little bit more crazier when she tells it. So here we go.
2: I'll go first set the scene i'm dating a new guy he's whining and dining me we have steak we have cheesy pasta i am going to town on this cheesy pasta i realize i've eaten pretty much the whole thing and i go oh my god you haven't had any of this pasta do you want some?" he goes no i can't really do dairy and i'm like Heh, weak i'll eat the whole effing thing like great <laughs> shove this whole thing in my mouth little do i know i'm lactose intolerant Found out a couple months later. That explains it. We have a slumber party. I wake up, bing, 6 a.m. in the morning with Satan in my stomach. Of course, this guy's bathroom is connected to his room, but here's the kicker it doesn't have a door. The absolute unholy noises that are coming from my stomach are bound to wake him up. And lo and behold, he does. I'm like, Good morning. <laughs> Sweats, <laughs> shaking, dad, gonna shit the bed. Luckily, this man's a morning person and he goes, I'm gonna get in the shower. <laughs> Wink, saying like I should join him. I act ecstatic. Yes! Go take a shower, I can't wait, I'll be right there. Go, 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 get. The second he is out of my sight, I spring out of bed, find the nearest item of clothing, his shorts, put them on, throw them on, and I'm out the door, sprinting like a freaking Olympic athlete. Soar down the stairs, I don't even remember going down those stairs. He has roommates, I think they could be downstairs. I don't give a fuck at this point. I am sprinting to that guest bathroom. I'm gonna shit! And guess what, besties? I didn't make it this time oh and i am wearing his shorts. thanks a lot i wash his shorts in the sink I don't know what she else to do. I don't know what else to do. I also have to put them back on to go back upstairs in case at this point I do care if the roommate see me. I get upstairs and I'm planning on Irish exiting this bitch. When he gets out of the shower, I'm gone. Putting on my clothes. I don't have a bag. I wasn't planning on having a slumber party. So I'm just holding the shorts and I'm about to make a beeline for the door. He comes out of the shower looking like a Greek god. And I'm like, uh, Hey. And just leaving, and he asks for the shorts. So uh, stay
1: tuned for part two. I want my shorts back. So she shit herself <laughs> in his shorts, found out that he was lactose intolerant, and I'm going to stick around for part two. So and, and anyways, part two, she said she told him she wasn't feeling well and had to get to work anyways. The guy was a sweetheart and showed concern and sympathy for her well-being. She ended up leaving the house without having any disclosed her embarrassment secret and would undoubtedly have turned him off. If he knew about it, in Jenna's eyes, that was a success. Now, if she's anyone, she's dumb. Because if she's anyone, maybe she found out or he found out later because now, you know, she's on TikTok and stuff and and airing dirty laundry for the most part. (laughs) Not to use a pun on words. But anyway, so there you go. Lactose intolerant. All right, guys. On that note, I'm going to let you get back to doing what you got to do. Make sure you follow us on your social media channels. And the way you do that is go to profit radio, P-R-O-P-H-E-T radio, click on social contacts. You can see all the links that links us to you, you to us as well. And don't forget for every podcast we do, we have a matching video. Make sure you go over to YouTube, like, subscribe over there. I'm not over there to make any money. I just want you guys to see a third party or a different version of the podcast that everyone's been enjoying audibly. They listen to it. You guys are listening to it on iHeart, on iTunes, on Spotify all those different branches. Uh, The video is just another avenue for you guys to enjoy the podcast. Believe me, I'm not in the video thing to make money. Just click and like over there. And if you want to be podcast famous, you can be heard on both the audio and the video portion of the podcast. Just go down to Profit Radio, click on Be Heard. And you can be podcast famous in here in the studio as oh, with us no. as well. All right, guys. On that note, we'll let us get back to doing what you got to do. My name is deacon saying goodnight. Good
0: goodnight. Wait, wait, wait. Come back. the end. The, the absolute end. Écoute-moi.